We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we have missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include mature themes, discussions of mass murder, and a public execution by hanging. Imagine a world on the frontier where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources are found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances are happening at such a rate society can't keep up, allowing evil, misguided people to create abominations of nature. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace, trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine amidst all this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being, the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. So when we wake up, is there anybody in the park? Because we're up by like, we're out yeah. by eight. Nobody's in the park at that time, no. Uh, maybe one couple, just uh, kind of an older couple just taking a morning walk. Hey honey, you want to freak out some old people? Of course. All right, I wait till they're nearby and then I step out. Bring out the horses. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me do it. I'll let her do it. <laughs> I step out, and then I use minor illusion to make myself look ghostly, and like mist appear around. Uh huh. And I step out in front of the old couple, and I look at them with a look of awe on my face, and say, "Turn back! Turn back!" Deception, intimidation. <laughs> performance. Make a performance check. At advantage because I am using minor illusion. To enhance my performance. I totally didn't expect it. Sure. Yay! <laughs> a seven uh, and a nat uh, twenty. All right, so since the, the listeners cannot see, the dice rolled all over the mat and then was like, mm, 20. <laughs> Plus dice. whatever I've gotten perform. Dice thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They both scream and turn and flee back up the path. <laughs> Sick. By the way, what I rolled wasn't like their insight or anything. It was a con save to see if you actually killed them. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, look at the fine. Sorry. <laughs> you poor things. Yeah. Who did this to you? Who did this to you? Did you see the ghost? <laughs> you didn't see the ghost, no. did you? Because they got a 16 on their con save to not die. All right, you take the hoses out and shut the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, honey, mind if we stop at a jewelry store before we... Of course. I mean, I uh, don't mind at all. Cool. 
any jewelry store. It doesn't really matter which one. Yeah, so at, at about, they open at, at about nine. So you find one. It is run by an elm. Hi. Morning. Morning. I got a question for you. And I take off my wolf pendant. I was wondering if you could add a couple of things to this. Hmm. Fine piece. Thank you. Uh, what are you looking to add? Above the wolf's head, if I could add a sort of a half circle that symbolizes the moon. Oh. And underneath the wolf, if you can make it look like a bow, like an old-fashioned bow and arrow. Oh, okay. Not like a bow, like a Not a bow tie. tie. Um, that shouldn't be too hard. The bow, I... Well, maybe I'm taking this assumption too far, but I'm assuming uh, the symbol of the warden. That easy to read, huh? Jeweler's intuition. Yes. I believe I have a couple of those lying around that I could work into the piece. You are looking at a total of 15 gold for the work. I'll pay. How long for it's I don't have too many other commissions going on at the moment, so I could actually probably have this finished by tonight. Wonderful. I'll be... What time do you close? <laughs> I close at uh, 5. And I will hopefully be back at 5, and if I'm not, I'll be back the next morning. Very well. Uh, we've got a trial to go to, so... Oh, yes. Uh, my daughter is attending that. Oh, really? Public trial mm-hmm. of a case like that. Oh, yes. Wish I could go, but... Ah, well. Yes, yeah, so well, you come back tonight or tomorrow morning, and I'll have this finished for you. Alright, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess we just go to the courthouse? Yeah, the courthouse. Okay, I don't know where that... I didn't know if there was, like, a courthouse or what. The courthouse on the Upper Mesa is also, essentially, the Capitol building. It is very fort-like. It used to be a large... A castle, pretty much. It has been since renovated and modified, but the same element of strength and security is present in the architecture. Got it. And as you make your way towards the courtrooms, there is quite a crowd of people gathering up and around. Why don't we find a place where you have a clear shot? You assume that everything's going to go south? I do not assume it, but um, just in case. Hopefully they'll let me keep my guns. Well, if not, then um, just put them in your your, <laughs> your fanny packs. Yep. Uh, are they checking DMP? They're checking everyone. Uh, then you might need to be the one to clear a shot, just in case they look really hard. No um, way. Okay, so I push the guns down mm-hmm. into the the, the holsters mm-hmm. till they're not visible, and then I push them off to the side, mm-hmm. like I did, like I do when I'm trying to hide them. I'm not trying to hide negotiations, though. Okay. Just so I, I can give them something. And I don't right. have Antoinette. Yeah, just so I can get, you do have your other gun, though. Oh, Marie. 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 But yeah. she's tiny, like, she's... Well, I don't know if... Uh, we're DMP, but I don't know if we're gonna... They're gonna take them, so I want them to at least be able to take something off me so they're not looking too hot at the, the rest of the shit. Mm-hmm. There's no way in fucking hell letting them touch Retribute... Or letting them touch... Mm-hmm. No, I would, give up, I would give up Marie. I'm not sure what kind of gun Marie is, though. It's, it's a Hold smaller out. pistol. 
and okay. hold out pistol. Four shots. Okay. It's about like that big. Oh, she's really tiny. Yeah, yeah. they're very, very um, small. Yeah. I wanted a little bit bigger. And it, it, it is a teeny bit bigger, but not much. They do search both of you. They take negotiations. They do take Murray. And behind you in line, you hear kind of a heavy sigh. Uh, really? You know who I am, right? <laughs> and you turn and see James <laughs> getting searched. Uh, a bus man. <laughs> he nods. Done, done, great. <laughs> and he like straightens his jacket. Yeah, you too, huh? They search everybody. It's their job. <laughs> Though, to be honest, he kind of looks to the side and just kind of holds his hand out and does kind of a circular motion with it, and then appearing in his hand is a pistol that twirls on his finger and then disappears again. Well, we all have our, um, our ways in my eyes go milk death white as I'm, as I'm holding my my belt skull. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like open up my my pouches. Like I pack my pouches so they lie flat. Uh-huh. And then I flip it open and just kind of gently like lift out a little bit of the... <laughs> James smiles. <laughs> Friend of mine always said us DMP could do some weird shit. (laughs) You have no idea. That should be the company line. You have no idea? No, we could do some weird shit. (laughs) We do some weird shit. Mm -hmm. Alright. So, is there a specific place we stand or we just go along with the crowd? Oh, well, if you want with me, you just go along with the crowd, but, uh, I got a special vantage point. He goes down a little ways. Uh, We're going to take a little bit of a roundabout. He leads you down past the courtrooms. Hope you don't mind stairs. Not the least. Alright. He takes you first into the main area of the Capitol building. You, you guys have been you, have, you guys have been to the Capitol building here in Madison, right? Yeah, okay. Oh, of course. Yeah, leads you guys up a couple staircases, looks around, kind of making sure nobody else is looking, and kind of waves his hand at a door, and you hear a click. Ooh. Opens it up, and you guys are in maintenance behind the scenes of the Capitol building, sort of. Oh, nice. Janitor's halls, and he closes the door uh, back down this way, and he leads you back down the way you guys had come into an area that overlooks the courtroom. Oh, cool. Mm. You see all sorts of seats down below, some benches, some just chairs that have all been kind of arranged. Mm-hmm. Actually, it goes chairs, then benches, then standing space. It Got is it. packed. Got it. No, I suddenly seem somewhat uncomfortable. Uh, you alright, honey? Uh, yeah, yes. I just cannot imagine what is going through our mind right now. I'm just here to make sure 
job gets done. Oh, I, as am I. I am, and I'm. I'm like kind of. Yes, I can. I can. I can get it from here. I need to. Yeah, from where we are, how long range? What's the range? Range. Probably about a hundred feet. Okay. Yeah, you can go around a bit to get closer if you wanted to, but. I, all of my guns go 50 to 200. Okay. So oh, yeah, my guiding bolt goes 120. Yeah. Yeah, so we should so, be. Okay. Yeah, we should be good. You see the judge come in and take his seat. Looks to be a halfling. Halfling? Yeah. Uh, before that starts, I lean over to boss. Any word if she's got public defense or if lawyer came in? I believe last word I heard was public defense. Alright. Well, hopefully it's high profile enough that the public will that they'll need to execute her no matter what. So. The room is called to rise for the honorable judge Tellroof and they're seated. Victoria is brought in with Sarah Kremen escorting her personally mm-hmm. to her seat. And the prosecuting attorney sits on the opposite side of the hall. That's strange. What is strange? I don't see her defender down there. Oh, shit. Kind of as he's saying that, I'm taking out Jess Whisper. And I'm just holding it down. But it's out. Because mm-hmm. I don't like this. I got a really bad feeling about this. Narrows his eyes. If things go bad, how good are you two at getting away? We can be really good at it. Why? We can be very good at vanishing. Good. I just wanted to make sure I wouldn't have to leave you behind. Oh, if it gets bad, you get out of here. If it gets bad, go. And I say night speak. If it gets bad and we have to make a quick exit, I am by no illusioning wherever we are to make us vanish and then you open the door. Got it. So court begins. The prosecution makes its opening statement. Talking about how it is going to present evidence to show the atrocities committed by this woman all in the vain attempt to construct a monster that she had deluded herself into thinking was her child. Then it comes for the defense. The judge asks, Miss Gresham, where is your defense? She stands up and says, Your Honor, I have decided to represent myself in this matter. The public defender was inadequate. Yeah, that sounds like that. You know, there's a saying, there's only a fool who represents himself. You are of sound mind and judgment. Allegedly. Yes. 
Let the record show that the defendant has decided to represent himself. Trial shall proceed. And so it does. With the schematics being presented as evidence, people out of Yalden are brought up to testify. Anybody we recognize? Uh, you do recognize Jacob. He was brought in and he testifies. There are also others, actually, one of the girls from the Jasmine Fields. Someone you know? Once upon a time. They bring in more people from Blue Peak, including the constables that were brought up after you had reported and what they saw. And at every time, Victoria is given the opportunity to cross-examine. She declines. I really don't like the way this is going. I don't either. But we don't have a choice. Closing statements come up. The prosecutor points out how he proved everything he had set out to and not one word from the defense in contrary. There is another possibility. What? She has given up. No, that's not it. She had a fucking smirk on her face. Yesterday. And then we will see how being interrogated. Then we will see how this goes. The prosecution rests and Victoria stands to give her closing statement. I do not deny anything that has been said in this courtroom. I did everything that they said and more. But I ask you to consider only the plight of a mother trying to regain her child. She looks to a couple members of the jury. What would you go through to get your child back? The defense rests. She sits. I really don't like this. I don't either. Court is adjourned for the jury to deliberate, but the judge turns to them. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, given what I have seen here today, I can only recommend a verdict of guilty. <sighs> that was the most bizarre trial I've seen. I've seen some fools represent themselves, but they usually have some smatterings in law training. Well, this woman's ego is out the door for to start. But, God, something does not seem right. How far away are we? A hundred. Like 60 feet? Uh, about a hundred. Sixty? A hundred. A hundred. What were you looking like, for? Just, just in general, I'll just go you away. Could, <laughs> you could get closer, technically. You might be seen, but you can get closer. What do you... Yeah, no. Old Wilson. How would she be able to get closer? The balcony kind of runs along the entirety of the courtroom. It's just, like, you guys are kind of behind everybody right now. Going out along there, more people have the opportunity to see you. 
I guess if anything happens, just haul ass off to the side and cast it. And hopefully it'll be fast enough. I mean, I guarantee a bullet's going to be. The jury leaves. The crowd kind of disperses. Uh, well, I can't imagine they'll be deliberating long. Not that they got any sense. Now there's some crates over here we can sit down. I am shuffling my cards. Constable members come and take Victoria and take her to a side holding room. Here's a question for you, James. Mm. Given our reputation, mm -hmm. is that going to help the DMP? Or is that going to get the DMP in more shit? Well, if you decide to take out somebody declared innocent right in the courtroom? No. I don't plan on doing that. she gets declared innocent, then there's not much I can do about it until she makes another mistake. And then she won't be coming in. And then she's coming back as a head. <laughs> Your reputation in general, then? I asked uh, Joshua the same thing. Funny thing about reputations, they can change over time. I have a feeling the reputation of the DMP has gotten somewhat tarnished of late. We haven't been as effective as we could be. I think your reputation and yours, Celine, will help us. And to be perfectly honest, I think your example will help some of our other members. We've had our heroes. We've had our adventurers. Is that what you think we are? Heroes? I think you're smart. We need more smart people. Or rather, we need our people to be more smart. One of the first things I asked Joshua was, uh, how the DMP feel about a lacking and a fay in their midst? I mean, quite honestly, that's one of the reasons I never joined up with the DMP people. And, uh, inevitably discovering what I am. Just an observation. I know we pissed off at least a few people in Millville. Hmm. Oh, and that guy at the crossroads. Oh, we're going to have to see him again soon. Uh, maybe not. The crossroads is something of a rotating position. Oh, well, maybe we won't be so lucky. So we might find him both places. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, we pissed him off good. Ouch. At least I didn't shoot his kneecap off. <laughs> not to a DMP member. That was to the 42nd. Ah, well, good. <coughs> they are taking longer than I would hope they would take. It's only been about 20 minutes. It should take like five minutes. But anyway, I'm shuffling my cards and I pull one. The Ace of Swords inverted. Which is? Chaos. Just be ready for it. About ten more minutes go by, and you hear some movement downstairs as people come 
back in. Apparently they had finished deliberating about ten minutes before, and then word was sent out that they had finished. Got it. They had reached a verdict. They had reached a verdict. People start filing back in. The judge comes back and takes his seat. And Victoria Gresham comes back in. I've got both my guns out, but they're down by my... I think I'm going to try to move the dead more. I have advantageous position. All right, make a stealth check. Oh, that's pretty good. 17 plus some stuff. Plus things. Plus one, I think. Uh, Stealth? Yes, so 18. So pretty good. So yeah, you move up, kind of keeping low. The judge. Well, have you reached a verdict? One of the jury members stands up. Your Honor, we have. On the count of 157 counts of murder, how does the jury find? Your Honor, we find the defendant, Victoria Gresham, guilty on all counts. Very well. I therefore sentence you to be hanged by the neck until dead, execution to take place in one hour. I'm watching Victoria. Yeah, what does she look like? Since you've gotten closer, you're able to see a bit of her face. She just has this kind of blank expression on her face. Just not angry, not happy, not scared, not anything. A couple of constable members come up to her, manacle her. They also put a thick blue, like dark blue covered bag over her head and lock it in place with a padlock. Shit. I go back. Do I have to make a stealth check to go back? No. Do you know those constables? I don't know everybody, but I believe I've seen them around. What kind of pull do you have as far as, like, someone keeping an eye on her? A lot can happen in an hour. A lot can happen in an hour. Especially when someone's covering someone's fucking face so you can't see. Are they going to keep that bag over her head the whole time? It's standard procedure. This is not a standout case. I got 20 gold. Says somebody switches up. Make it a hundred. You're on. Who? Did 42nd have access back here? How about politicians? How about anybody in high-ranking power? Any high-ranking constable. 42nd have my job getting up through here. They don't have as high of pull as I do in the DMP. May I see her? <laughs> Can we try? I got enough pull that I keep some eye on her. Now follow me. He takes you back down and around to the holding room. He takes you to a barred door. Kind of raps on it. Jefferson! And one of the constables looks up. Oh, Captain Wild. What can I do for you? Wonder if you uh, wanted help keeping an eye on this one. I've heard she's slippery. <laughs> Hasn't put up much any trouble, but hey, if you want to hang around for an hour, be my guest. Much obliged. 
he unlocks the door and lets you two in come and she's there cuffed and bound Victoria question mm-hmm. may I have your hand why I want to make sure that the undertaker knows to look for you fine she does I mark an X on the back of it with prestidigitation. The black X on the back of her hand like she is going to a club and is not allowed to drink. What was that? What was what? I felt something on my hand. Hmm. I'm saying nothing. No final words of gloating. You killed my daughter and now finally you're going to kill me. There was nothing to gloat about. Hundreds of people are dead. Discretion. So I did speak to the Undertaker on your behalf. And what did he say? He said that you will find neither mercy nor torment. So you will go to the other side the way that everyone else does. Well, whatever it's worth. I hope you're reunited with your family. That is what I hope as well. Your daughter is with the Undertaker, I asked him myself. So you will see her soon. Perhaps in death you can find freedom. Twenty years. Twenty years I have devoted my life to study, to examining every aspect of mortal physiology, biology, mechanical engineering, the construction of the brain. And in all of my 20 years, you know what? I did not find one shred of evidence to prove the existence of a soul. You cannot prove the existence of a soul because it is not something that needs to be proven. It is evident. By our very existence. By our existence. By our awareness then so then did what I create have a soul it was aware she was aware she could remember she could speak she could learn did my daughter have a soul yes she did and when she died it went to the Undertaker, and did not return. So you speak of my original Elise, the one that was so cruelly taken from me by my forefather's ignorance and arrogance. I speak of the one that you murdered. Did my daughter have a soul? I have already answered that question. Your daughter did indeed have a soul. Does have a soul. And she is waiting for you. You will see her soon. Won't the better question be all those people? All those lives, they had souls. And the ones they left behind. To mourn them. 
Like you mourned your child. But they will not go to the lengths that you did. I just want to know what the broker gave you, because whatever it is, sure as hell didn't help much. Strains up a little bit. So you have met the golden-eyed man as well. Indeed we have. If you must know, I have been stuck in my research, unable to move along. I ran into him in the Market Street one day. He approached me, said I looked as though I had a cloud over my head, which I suppose was true enough. I told him my plight, and he told me all I need do was shake his hand. And the deal is done. And so it was. The pain was sharp, but quick, and it was as if a wall broke in my mind. And what did he ask for in return? I had almost forgotten, but it does not matter. What did he ask for in return? He simply asked that I plant a tree. A tree? Where? What kind of tree? I can tell you, like, what the fuck? He did not say what kind, he just handed me a seed. This was about this big, and she holds her hands up in the size of a, like, a size of a d20. I planted it in my mother's garden. Where? My mother's estate. And you can see, but I hold my eyes so hard. Where is your mother's estate? Near Ubendale. Yeah, that's better. Oh, Ubendale. right, right. So you planted it there? He said it did not matter where I planted it. How long ago? This would have been oh, two years ago. Did it ever grow? I am sure it did. I honestly forgot about it. Are the marks still visible on her arm? Mm-hmm. I'm very confused as to why mine disappeared then. Because if all she needed to do was plant a tree, that should have been her deal. Yes, such as I am thinking as well. I kind of lift mine up to James, mm-hmm. and I like kind of make a motion for James to come over here. Mm-hmm. He comes. And I kind of like, whisper to him. How many marks do you see on my arm? Um, one. The fuck? Must like me better. Hmm. Well, you both seem to have gotten what you wanted. At this point, the constables begin to shift. Alright. Gotta get her ready to transport over to the execution. They stand up and stand her up this way. They walk her out. Two more constables join you outside the door of the the guarded room, and they walk Victoria down out to the front of the courthouse to a carriage. (laughs) God damn it. Lots of hiding behind things. Can we get in the carriage? You are not let into the carriage. Can we hang off the carriage? We can ride alongside it. 
Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah, you can do that. We can do that. All right. <laughs> so this, the Capitol buildings on the north side of the Mesa, the public gallows up here, are a bit more central. Uh, only a little bit, though. It's like uh, maybe five blocks. Mm-hmm. And as you ride along, they're brought up to the gallows. And this is a bit more of a proper gallows. It's not just like an auction mm-hmm. block. So it's set up with the proper trapdoor mechanism and the carriage comes to a halt. Victoria is taken out of the carriage and taken up to the gallows. Mock still on her hand? Now perception checks. I'm going to use a luck blind. Nat 20. Nat 20. Never mind, you're good. <laughs> Mark is there. She is taken up to the gallows. The noose is placed over her neck. And the hangman reads out the decree against her. The crowd gathered around watching. I push, my way, I push my way right up front. Okay. Everybody is being kept back by at least 30 feet away from the actual gallows itself. Just constables keeping people back? Yeah. Okay. I, I stand up right next to one, like, uh-huh. and I kind of give him a look like, go ahead, try and push me back. Um, I guess I'm more off to the side with the horses. I'm still on, mm-hmm. weren't they? But, I mean, I'm within shooting distance. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, better idea. I go to one of the constables that's transporting her. You will need someone to inspect the body to put out your dead. We have that covered, thanks. <laughs> you should let me do it. We have procedure for things like this, ma'am. Do you know who I am? You're a DMP member. I am, which... the, well, I am the Wanderer in white. And I am Point. the only cleric of the Undertaker in this district. If you want to make sure that she is really and truly dead, you will let me examine the body. Do you have a spell that can make sure she doesn't rise? Um, gentle repose. Gentle repose only works for a certain amount of time. Only though. works for seven days. I was there are two things I wanted to try to do. Hmm. First, make sure it's her, and if it's not, if so, is there a switch? Remove if I. That's Ooh. why I wanted to inspect the body. Ooh. Is the other constable the lady constable the main? Constable Sarah. Constable Sarah. Yep, she is around, yes. Okay, go to her and tell her what you're doing. Constable. Yes? I must examine the body after after she has been hanged. I know, I know that you have procedures, but please, you must trust me. This is not a standard case, and I have reason to believe that. I know it's not a standard case. I know you're in tight with James. And... Under any other circumstance, I would allow you to examine the body. But I'm afraid I have already been overruled in this matter. By who? Top brass. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to kill this person again. I just know it. I don't know that. I'm kind of off to the side. They have stepped in saying that in such a case... They are not taking any chances. They have their own man that is going to confirm the body is dead and then burn it. We'll just have to hope for the best then. 
Justice will be done. One way or another. At this point, the hangman has finished reading out the charges against her. And I moved to Ziffland. And you are sentenced to be hanged by the neck until dead. Is the max still on that end? Mm-hmm. Do you have any last words? Silence. May the mother have mercy on your soul. And the undertaker take you in his arms. The lever is pulled. She falls. There's a quick snap as her neck breaks. There's a general... Crowds are insensitive. They There's cheer. cheers. Yeah, There's saying. cheers. There's applause. Crowds are disgusting. Aren't they just... I wait. Eventually, the body is cut down. And I step forward. Constable steps up to you. Sorry, ma'am. No one's supposed to get closer. Sir, I am a cleric of the Undertaker. I'm aware of who you are. Then you must know that I must inspect the body. I have orders. No one but constables and top brass are allowed to approach that body. Why? Is that standout? It is my orders. But it is not standout. It is my orders. I understand that it is your orders, but it is not. It is. This is. Can and I see what. Since I'm on word day, can I see what they're doing? You see two constable members hauling the body away to a cart. Very well. There are constables and two men in the blue and gold trimmed uniforms. Can I see her hand? Again. I call out to uh, Celine and Mad Speak. Take off that mock. Alright, I dispel it. Reception check? 16 plus whatever that is. 5? 16 plus 5. 21. 21. The mark's still there. Chief Constable? I? Switch was made. You didn't kill Victoria Gresham. What? You might want to stop them. Oh, I will. Celine, yeah. your mark didn't disappear. It was drawn on. Alright, yeah. I am getting up. As, mm. Mm. As you two are shouting, Sarah's kind of looking around a bit confused. There's a flicker of fire, and the body is lit aflame in the back of the cart. Oh, shit. One of the men in blue uniform has his hand outstretched, fire flickering along his fingertips. He snuffs it out. Take her to be disposed of. Well, Constable, Victoria Gresham is still out there. Congratulations. Fuck. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps our numbers and allows others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. 
More social media links are available on our website, including our Discord server. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things that you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash podcast. Your support keeps this podcast running. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and lead editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.